welcome to the Everyday Extraordinary Podcast, where every week I interview a different amazing person who will share about their life journey and the lessons they've learned along the way. I'm excited to share with you everyday people living their lives with purpose, perspective, and positivity. And my hope is that in hearing these stories, you'll view your own story as extraordinary too. I'm Jessica Dahlquist, your host, and I am so excited to get started. Thank you so much for being here. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to episode number nine of the Everyday Extraordinary Podcast. Um, It's been kind of an interesting week because I reached out to a lot of you asking how you felt about the name change of the podcast. Has that impacted how much you listen and your interest in the episodes? And many of you said that it has, and that kind of surprised me. Um, I really, really appreciate the feedback because really the goal of this podcast is to be able to share the stories that are truly inspirational and can relate to where you are in the stage of life that you are in so that we can learn from one another and to be encouraged by one another. And if the title or the topics that we cover or things like that aren't appealing to you, what am I what am I doing? <laughs> right? And while Everyday Extraordinary is largely the same format as Extraordinary Moms. I just wanted to broaden it just slightly so that it can be more all-encompassing in case I come across somebody that is really, truly extraordinary that I think you can benefit from their story. That being said, my sphere and my listeners and my people are mostly other moms. And so that is largely what you will hear, whether it's called Everyday Extraordinary or Extraordinary Moms. This will largely be stories from women focusing a lot on motherhood journeys, um, but evolution stories really of women and how their life experiences transform their whole lives. And so I am considering going back to the other title. I'm really surprised um, that I'm kind of leaning that way. I'll keep you up to date for sure. I know it's confusing and I don't want that. I'm so, so sorry, but I really just want to be Um, true to the listeners and just upfront with kind of where we're at with the podcast and um, how it's going. So I'll keep you up to date if I decide to change anything, but I really want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. All the feedback I've received has been so, so helpful. And I really just want all these stories to reach the ears of the people that need to hear them in the best way possible. So I'm working on that. So before I go any further, I did want to thank one of our show sponsors, and that is Instacart. You've heard me talk about Instacart before, and that's because I'm seriously obsessed with it. Instacart is your way to get groceries delivered in as little as one hour from local and national retailers near you. No sitting in traffic. Don't look for parking. Don't get your kids in and out of the car. Use Instacart and take one more thing off your plate. It's so simple. You can get the app or go to instacart.com to shop the groceries you need from your favorite local retailers. That Instacart shopper shops for you. They gather your groceries and then they deliver it to you in as little as one hour or at a time you select. I am praising Instacart's names. My kids are super grateful to not be drugged to the grocery store on a regular basis. Instacart is saving my life and I want you to have the opportunity to check it out as well. 
try Instacart and get $10 off your first order. And to get this limited time offer, go to instacart.com or download the mobile app and enter my promo code EEP at checkout. That's $10 off your first order today at instacart.com or through the mobile app. And don't forget to use my code EEP, instacart.com or through the mobile app with my code EEP at checkout. Thank you so much for sponsoring the show, Instacart. Today, I'm doing a solo episode for you because I received a question and I've received many questions about this same topic over the years since I've been podcasting. And I wanted to address it here on the show in a shorter episode because I think some of these tips and tricks I'm going to share today might help you. You don't have to have a podcast, but it might help you in your normal social interactions with friends, family, new people, people in your neighborhood, people at school. And that has to do with asking questions. So the question that I've been asked many times is how do you know how to ask good questions? People are so kind and complimenting my ability to ask questions and things. And I am so grateful. Thank you for saying that. But I will say it is something I have worked on and worked on a lot. Let's just go back a little bit. Before the podcast, um, primarily in, you know, my 20s and things like that, I really felt envious of other people that were able to kind of chit chat with other people. They were able to talk to anybody off the street and make conversation comfortably and kind of bring out their stories and make them feel important. And it just seemed so natural to them. And I felt like I did not have that ability. It did not come naturally to me. And I was always really wishing I did because I think that is such a wonderful approach to be able to make other people feel comfortable and seen and valued. I thought that was just such an awesome gift to give somebody and I wasn't quite sure how to do it. Now, if you'll remember, I've talked about this on other, some past episodes, but one of the reasons that I started the podcast to begin with was that I was suffering from postpartum anxiety and the way that my anxiety often manifests itself is I struggle to come up with words. The anxiety makes my thoughts spin really fast and then I have a lot of trouble articulating the words and coming up with the right words in kind of normal timing. And it really causes me to shy away from social situations. It makes me not want to talk in front of people, especially in large groups where, you know, I'm kind of getting a lot of input into my brain and things. Getting those thoughts out is really challenging to me in that phase. And I still struggle with it. I will say that I'm much, much better Um, but whenever the anxiety rears its head again, I struggle to articulate myself. And it's a really frustrating thing because, you know, most people would think, you know, you're so social, you love to talk, you can talk to anybody. But I want to tell you, it does not come naturally and it is even a big struggle for me. But it is something that I'm willing to address and face because it's worth it to me. It's worth making those connections and putting myself out there and risking stumbling over my words because I think it's important to be able to talk to people and give other people the opportunity to talk. Now, the nice thing about asking other people questions is that you don't have to talk. (laughs) As you'll notice, I didn't make a podcast about myself. Yes, I do solo episodes every now and again, and I love chatting with you and sharing what's been on my heart. 
But the primary focus of the podcast is other people's stories. And my job is simply to facilitate the conversation and elicit the responses to help them to tell their story in a meaningful way. Because I believe we all have meaningful stories. Sometimes we just struggle to articulate it. And I understand that. And so I wanted to then ask the questions that would be the vehicle to get them to communicate their story in a beautiful, powerful way. Before I get into those tips, I wanted to thank our second show sponsor today, and that is Branch Basics. Since we moved to my new home, I am so proud to be using Branch Basics and knowing that I'm using non-toxic cleaners for every room in my house. Branch Basics cleaners work for windows, bathrooms, kitchen counters, laundry, even washing your hands and face, and it's so easy to use. You pick up a refillable bottle, fill it with water, the Branch Basics concentrate, you shake it, you use it, and you can feel good about what you're exposing your family to. I would love for you to give this a try and choose to clean your house safely and effectively with Branch Basics. My listeners get a free trial kit by going to branchbasics.com and entering my promo code EMP5 at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's branchbasics.com with promo code EMP5 to get your free trial kit. Just pay $5 shipping. branchbasics.com with promo code EMP5. Thanks again to Branch Basics. And now let's get on to how I improved my listening and my questioning skills. So the first one is simply to actually listen, okay? And you might think, well, that's a dumb first one because you just said, I want to improve my listening, so how do I listen? Well, you start by just stop talking. (laughs) Stop the talking. And I don't just mean stop the words coming out of your mouth. I mean Stop the thinking and the premeditating that goes on in your head while someone else is talking. Does that ring true for anybody? We're all guilty of it. We're all thinking of the next thing we want to say or the next argument or the best defense or the next comeback or the story that we have that relates to what they're saying. True listening boils down to feeding off of what somebody else gives you in real time. So if you can slow your brain and be present and listen to the words that are coming out of their mouth, I promise you, you will have the right thing to say when that is done because you will have been processing what they are actually saying in the present moment versus hearing some of what they're saying, but ignoring a bulk of it. Does that make sense? And I know when we're not listening It's not like we're trying to not listen. And especially if you suffer from, you know, anxiety or kind of social anxiety or things like that, you legitimately are trying to prep your next thing so you don't sound stupid. And that's kind of like where I was before, I think. I was overthinking it. I was rehearsing unnecessarily before my next participation in the conversation. And then I was missing a lot of what the other person was saying. And so step one is simply to stop and listen. And take the risk of not prepping the next thing you're going to say for the sake of gaining more out of what they're telling you. Number two, put yourself in their shoes. If you were in the same situation as they are, if you were going to be asked about your life, if you had just suffered a loss, if you were new to an area and you were meeting new people, what would you want to be asked? What kinds of questions would you want people to ask you? Because it feels weird to just outright talk about yourself. But you know what people love doing? 
talking about themselves. <laughs> so I love creating opportunities for people to talk about themselves and to feel good. If I were to have just gone through something challenging, I wouldn't want people to ignore me. I wouldn't want people to act like whatever it was that was challenging didn't happen. I mean, I wouldn't go in, want them to go in deep for personal information for the sake of them just like getting the scoop, but I would be okay with them saying, hey, how are you doing today? How are you feeling? I know you're going through a tough time. What's, what's new? And then put the ball in their court to respond according to how much they want to share and what details they want to share and what they don't. And you can kind of leave it at that, whatever it is that you know, they're comfortable with sharing. You don't need to pry and probe anymore. But sometimes nobody has asked them the very questions that they would really love to kind of open up and vent about. And they're feeling really burdened by, you know, their present circumstances and things like that. And so by giving them an opportunity to open up and share, it releases the burden and the weight of their circumstances by simply giving it air. And, and exposing it to the light. You know what I mean by that? And so put yourself in their shoes and ask the questions you would want to have somebody ask you. And if you wouldn't want somebody asking you a certain question, like if somebody had an affair, would you want somebody saying like, what happened? <laughs> Probably not, right? Unless it's like your closest person and then you would obviously be the one to be proactive. So only ask the questions that you would feel comfortable having somebody ask you and let them kind of take it from there. Number three, this super duper helped me. It was thinking of questions beforehand. Like I said, I was suffering from anxiety and I really had kind of social paralysis because I was so afraid of not having the words top of mind and being able to articulate myself and things. And so I had a list of like five questions I would ask new people and if you've been around here a while you know I've moved around a lot and we've been in a lot of new environments including right now and so I just really worked hard on having you know five to eight questions that I could ask somebody when I was first meeting them a great opening question to get somebody to open up is tell me about yourself now I've also found that other questions and this kind of goes into number four Ask open-ended questions versus pointed questions. So I'll kind of combine these two together. If you were to say, do you work? If they say no, you're done with the conversation. <laughs> and if they say yes, they'll answer, oh yeah, I, you know, I'm in, I'm in pharmaceutical sales. But then it's kind of oh, done. But if you say, tell me about yourself or tell me about your family. Did you grow up around here? Have you lived in the area a long time? What's your impression of the area? Or what? where do you like to eat as a family? Or what parks do you like to go to with your kids? Things like that. Do your kids participate in sports? Where do you do those sports? You know, you can kind of go down the rabbit trail from there. Think about your values and what you're interested in and let other people be a resource for you. And people love sharing their expertise. So if somebody's lived in an area for a while and you are six weeks into there, there's a whole host of questions you can ask people. Where do you like to eat? Where do your kids play sports? Where do your kids sign up for dance? Where do you go to church? 
And even if you're not new to an area, anytime you're meeting new people, you're in uncharted territory where they might become an excellent resource for you to learn something new and to just have your life enhanced. In addition, they may have questions for you that you may be able to offer your expertise on. And that's how friendships work, everybody. So by thinking of questions beforehand and making sure the questions are open-ended versus yes or no or more pointed and narrow, that can really help to expand a conversation. And the last thing I would suggest is asking for feelings or how something impacted them. Some of my favorite responses I've ever gotten from my guests are about how they felt about something or how they felt when they were going through something. And then how that affected how they viewed the world, how it changed them as a person. Because when we're asking questions, hopefully we're not in it to gossip or just to get the nitty gritty details or because we just feel like we're questioning out of obligation. Hopefully we're genuinely trying to get to know somebody and the better questions you have and the more you're interested in how they feel about it. So not just asking what is their job, But maybe what do you love about your job? What are the challenges in that job? How did you get involved in that job? You know, things like that. Did you want to be that when you were 13 years old? I talked to somebody the other day whose husband was an animator for Disney. And I had a whole host of questions when she unleashed that truth bomb on me, right? And so... It's so cool to be able to have some basic questions planned ahead of time and then to be able to branch out from there and a great way to get people to open up. So maybe this isn't, you know, your initial conversation with people where you're asking for their feelings and the impact, you know, certain life experiences has had on them. But knowing that down the road, when you're looking to develop deeper friendships, asking for people's feelings or how something impacted them is a great way to get people to open up. So I hope this has been helpful. These are just some basic tips that I have learned in interviewing 300 plus people on the podcast and helping to hone my own questioning and listening skills. So to recap those five things that have really helped me to hone my listening and my questioning skills, the first is just to simply actually listen and make sure you're listening. And it's funny because you may think, oh, I, I listen, but then you find you're always thinking or you're talking over somebody and things like that. Uh, Number two, put yourself in their shoes and think of the questions you would want to be asked if you were in their situation. Number three, think of questions beforehand that you can pull up off the fly. And going along with that, number four, ask open-ended questions versus pointed, very narrow questions. And number five, ask for people's feelings or how something impacted them in order to dive a little deeper into your relationship with them. So all of these are tips and tricks that I've used as I've interviewed on the podcast, and I have thankfully been able to implement them in my own life as I have looked to become that person that I once envied, to become that person that wanted so desperately to be able to talk to anybody, to not just make small chit chat, but to really make someone feel seen and heard and valued in their conversations with me. And I feel really proud of the progress I've made through utilizing these steps and actually practicing. So hopefully you enjoyed that. If you have any other questions or if any other thoughts come up, if there's certain strategies that you use when you are thinking of good questions or implementing better listening skills, I would love to hear from you. So if you don't already follow me on Instagram, you can do that at Jessica Dahlquist3 
or on Instagram at Everyday Extraordinary Podcast. We'll keep that alive and running until I figure out what the heck the title of this show is going to be. <laughs> but I'm really grateful for you listening to the show today. Thanks for being a good listener, everybody. Thanks for sharing the show. If you liked what you heard today, I would love for you to share the show with a friend. I'm grateful to you. I'm appreciative. And I hope that you feel seen and heard by the people in your lives. So, Take care, everybody, and we will see you next week for another extraordinary episode. Bye.